Hey guys and welcome to today's episode. Today I wanted to talk about not fitting in. Especially when you're in your teen years and you don't necessarily have the same urges and needs as everyone else in your peer group. That could be not wanting to go out as much, just want to wanting to stay at home actually and really just be in your own space rather than spend your time with others. I know most of you probably do not feel this way and if you do then I'm I apologize for being wrong but from what I've seen from my personal experience I feel like people in our peer groups are usually more outgoing and they want to go out and explore and just really see the world for me it was actually kind of the opposite um when I was in high school uh, I did not spend as much time outside I'd rather just spend it at home rather than be outside. And I guess it's got something to do with the fact that when you're at home, you're in your own space. Nobody can intrude other than your siblings and family, of course, but that's another thing to talk about. Um, But when you're at home, you're kind of in your own space. You're in control of whatever you want to do. You can act however you want to because nobody's there to judge, to judge you, really. But once you step outside of your own comfortable space at home and into the real world, you're not just in your own space, you're in everyone else's space as well. And I guess that's why it's so scary to go outside because once you're outside, you also have to act a specific way. Well, you don't necessarily have to, but you feel like you feel like you have to, but you really don't. It's kind of like an unwritten rule that once you're outside, you have to act a certain way because you want to... Well, you want to show the best version of yourself to others. And I guess that's why I do not like going out as much. It's because really when I go out, I just feel drained somehow. I feel drained of having to do all of the small talk. I feel drained of having to smile at people. I just feel drained to have, uh, you know, just feel drained because I have to interact with human beings. And I guess it's like kind of a taboo that we don't talk much about in our well generation because it's not something we talk a lot about something that i know everybody experiences once in a while but it's not something that we talk about maybe we do talk about it with i don't know our closest friends but that's about it and then you're just kind of like on your own really because that's just how it is i don't know how to explain it but that's just how it is Moving on, actually, I just want to like quickly say that the reason why I'm taking this up, well, just to actually just to let you know that you're not alone and that a lot of people feel this way. We, we're just not very good talkers in our generation. I guess that's why it's, it just slips right through. We don't talk as much as a generation. I think about it. All we do is be on a phone and then communicate through a phone. We barely have the human-to-human interactions, face-to-face interactions. And I guess that's one of the things that I hate most about our generation is that we grew up with technology. We grew up having a device pretty much be our whole personality. Okay, so I actually just want to like mention that the reason why I'm taking all of this up now is because I feel it's one of those things that we don't talk much about in our society in our generation really like i know that in our generation we barely talk to one another like barely we feel more comfortable talking to strangers on the internet rather than 
having to interact with people that we know personally and have known for our whole life. I don't know why, but I guess it's got something to do with the whole fact that we grew up with technology. We grew up with an iPhone, I guess. An iPhone. I remember my first phone. No, actually, my first phone was the Nokia, you know, the one that has this snake game. Yeah, that was my first phone. But then, like, I think it was in second grade, I got my first iPhone, which was kind of cool. Like, It was this whole new technology that nobody saw. You can download as many apps as you wanted to. And it was just something new and exciting. And everyone was just so excited about this whole new technology that nobody has seen before. It was huge. But the thing is, like back in the days, we would think, oh, cool, this is great. We have this. We can spend so much time on it. And it was just like so such a normal thing to just play games with if you want to make time pass growing up I actually realized that it's probably the worst thing that happened you know the whole technology in our hand when we're so young it's probably one of the worst things that have happened to our generations our generation and the reason why is because like from such a young age we got introduced to technology We got introduced to, you know, just stay at home and use all of your time at home playing a video game rather than go out and interact with people. And I guess that's also the reason why so many of us do not have as many friends as, I don't know, like other generations that probably have loads of friends. While we, well, I was the gaming type, so I would go home I was excited to go home and to just like open the computer and play a game and that just made the time pass so quickly like I would be in front of a computer screen for like five hours and I know that's not healthy I know that's not healthy Um, and sometimes I did like have so much screen time that my parents would not let me use the computer or you would just take my phone away which I get now because that was way too much time spent on a screen but the thing is I guess that's one of the reasons why I do not have as many friends as others I know like I feel like compared to older generations not younger because they they're growing up with this whole new technology that we didn't even know exist well that we didn't even know could exist comparing myself to older generations I realize how much I would have wanted that, would have wanted that growing up. Well, how much I want to have grown up in a safe space where there was no technology, where I could just be me, I could just be a kid, I could just go out and interact with other children rather than just have to stay at home. And I guess the whole staying at home as a child has actually made me the person I am today. I have a theory that because I use so much time in front of a screen... I missed the whole human interaction stages. So I don't know how to interact with other people sometimes. It's usually like people that interact with me and then I just talk to them and then we just go back and forth into a, well, conversation. But yeah, so I guess that's one way to look at it, that because I use so much screen time, I that I didn't go out as much and didn't interact with other people my age as much which has led me to where I'm where I am today the whole not knowing how to talk to others you know like face to face 
And I guess it's also the reason why I'm so anxious when I ha- do have to talk to someone. Because I, I don't know how to do it. And it just makes me anxious just thinking about it. Um, But yeah, I guess like what has happened has happened. There's nothing really to do about it. But I guess it's just like a lesson that we have to take with us. I know for instance that when, if and when I do get children, I would not let them be in front of a screen. I would not. And I guess that's how most uh, people in our generation actually see it. I feel like because we experienced it, we know how bad it can be for you. You just don't want the same thing to happen to your children. And I guess like that's kind of one of the rules that I'm going to implement into my parenthood, if that ever occurs, that I would probably not allow my children to have any technology until the age of like, I don't know, 10 maybe. Like they can enjoy their childhood, but I would not introduce them to any technology until the age of 10 years old. And I know that's going to be kind of hard because I have... I have nieces right now, um, five-year-old and a two-year-old, like oh, maybe one-year-old. I don't know. What I'm trying to say is that I have nieces and they spend so much of their time in front of screens, in front of the TV. And I get it. I get why parents do it because, you know, some children are exhausting. They are. And what better to do than to have them just be quiet in front of a TV? I get why I would do it, but in the long run, is it really worth it? My sister, which is like 10 years older than me, she did not grow up with technology the same way that I did. Um, She was born in the 19-something, and I was born in like 2002, so there's like a major difference there, and what technology were, was available at that time, but I just feel like because I have experienced it myself I know for a fact that I do not want that to happen to future generations including my own children if that would if that was to ever occur and okay so I kind of got off topic there but I feel like it's a good background to kind of implement into this episode because I feel like that's the reason why I don't like going out as much because I felt so much safe at home as a child I grew up and I still feel that way I still feel like the safest place for you is at home because I grew up in such a safe space at home and so I guess that's just like kind of like important thing to include in this episode but the thing is even growing up People would ask me to do, to come to certain events. They would ask me to go out and I would just, most of the times, just decline because I didn't feel like it. You know, when you have those extroverted periods, yeah, I did not have those as a child at all. Like I would decline every single offer that came my way. I would decline every invitation. I would just decline them because I didn't feel, I didn't feel like socializing. I really didn't. I would much rather spend my time at home than have to go out and interact with people. Obviously, now that I've grown up, I regret those decisions. Some of them, not all of them, but I do regret some of them because now I think what would have happened. Maybe I would have actually enjoyed my time there. There's also something that we have to talk about, the whole not wanting to go out and how you can manage that the best way. So the thing is, I didn't like, like I still don't like go, uh, to go out as much. 
I have extroverted periods and then I have most of the time just introverted periods where I would just stay at home. And the thing is, when I do have those extroverted periods and plan stuff out with people, let's say that I plan out something today. I want, I text people and I ask them if they want to go out on Friday. Let's just say this Friday. And then once Friday comes, I realize like that same day that I do not have the energy to go out and socialize. Even though I was the one that made the plans, I just really don't have the energy then to go out and socialize. And that's basically most of my life. That's how it goes most of my life. Like I have extroverted periods. I plan out something. So yeah, when that day finally comes, I just don't want to do it. Even though I was the one to actually make the plans. And that's, I guess that's also one of the reasons why I'm so spontaneous is because when I do have my extroverted periods, I need to just go for it and experience something that exact second. Okay, so one thing I actually also wanted to share with you is that you really got to be careful with how many times you either uh, reject or just cancel plans. You really got to be careful with that because once you've canceled too many times, people are going to stop sending invitations to you. They're going to stop asking you to go out with them because they just already know the answer, which is a no. So I actually, I feel like I feel like I saw it on TikTok, which was like, it was a girl talking about that you've got to say, you've got to have that balance of when to say yes and when to say no um, to going out. So let's, for instance, say that I get asked out four times a month, right? You want to, if you want to say no first two times, that's fine, but you've got to say yes the third time. You've got to say yes, because then you'll show people that, okay, I actually do want to hang out with you. The last two times was just not that convenient for me. So that's just how you have to plan it out. You have to balance your social life with your, well, your ordinary life, I guess you'd call it that. You really just have to find that balance. You cannot cancel too many times because then the invitations are not going to come. You know, they're just going to stop coming. But if you do say yes, um, like a couple of times and you you end up enjoying it like have you actually like I don't know if you guys have realized it but once you say yes to an invitation uh, I don't know if you guys have actually experienced it or realized it but once you actually go out and get asked to do something and you actually say yes you most of the times you end up actually enjoying it I don't know if that's just me but that's how I felt the last couple of times that I've been asked out So yeah, if I were you, I'd probably just consider the fact, you know, of going out. Because most of the times it's not as bad as we imagine in our heads. And that's actually also something else that I've realized. That when I think about going out, which I usually do, like before I have any plans, probably like the day before, I I just kind of like think of how the day's going to play out. I make up the most... (sighs) I probably make out the worst scenarios out in my head and it's probably those thoughts that makes me want to cancel the next well the following day and that's something that you have to be careful with again I've never gone to you know a shrink I've never talked about this to anyone so I'm just sharing what I have experienced and what I've realized what I've come to realize but it's really like one of those things that you really just got to be careful with because most of the times it's not 
because I don't want to go out. Well, most of the times it actually is, but like also majority of the times is because, well, the day before the actual going out, I usually play out the whole day and how it's going to go, how it's going to end, who I'm going to interact with, what's going to be good, what's going to be bad about the day. And I usually just end up making the worst case scenarios in my head. And it's those exact scenarios that make me want to cancel. And it's just something that you have to be really careful with. Because if you go on with that with, with that way of thinking your whole life, you're never actually going to enjoy it. You're just going to kind of be a slave to your own mind, which is messed up to say, but I feel like that's really ha- the best way to describe it. That really is the best way to describe it. So just, you know, sometimes just force yourself to go out. And I promise you, you're probably not even going to end up hating it. You're probably going to end up liking it and then wanting to go out even more. And if you do end up hating it, because that's also something that every introverted person has tried, well, then you can add it to your list of things I've tried and things I won't do again. Simple as that. Simple as that. And most of the time, it's not even because of the activity that you're doing. It's not even because of the plans you've made. It's because of the people that are there and the people that are participating with you. So just figure out who you actually feel most comfortable with, who you want to hang out with, and who you want to spend your time with. That way, you kind of ensure yourself that you'll hang out with people that you know are going to boost your energy rather than drain it. And that you're actually going to have kind of a nice time. So just keep that in mind and just try your best to interact with other people because you'd want to look back on those memories someday. So I get the whole introverted thing. I get the whole not fitting in, especially like right now, nowadays, the culture, well, our generation's culture is pretty much just partying, drinking, smoking, all of those things. Um, I'm Muslim, so I don't do any of those things, but I get how hard it can be for those of you who aren't Muslim, even those who are Muslim, because uh, we, well, as Muslims, as minorities, and even as people that are not Muslim, but have just grown up in a society where it's a norm to go out, party, drink, smoke, and you just don't have those urges. You don't want to do those things, Um, but you feel like pressure to do it just to fit in and that's really not the case like I've grown up Muslim and I've been fine my whole life I've actually kind of thrived my life in my life I'd say of course there were some periods where people would judge me and kind of not talk to me because of the fact that I was a Muslim but those days are somewhat over not really but you know there's still some racist comments here and there but it's just something that you kind of have to live with but anyways growing up in a culture especially in western culture that is not the same as your own can be really hard and you know like if I talk to my cousins back home they wouldn't know any of those things because they haven't experienced it they don't know about the whole go out party till four o'clock in the morning they don't know about the whole drinking and smoking at such a young age um even just like drinking like at all because that's not something we do you know 
and I feel like it's something like we something that we don't talk about as much. You know, the people that are from the Western countries. I guess you kind of used to it. You, your parents talk you through it and all of those things. But like, for people who don't drink, for people who don't like drinking, for people who just try to stay away from drinking and smoking and do all of those things that you just don't want to do, it's really hard to find well your people in a society that is mainly built up on all of those things like a society that's built up on such things that you don't want to do but i promise you you don't have to fall into the whole group pressure thing you do not have to do the things you don't want to and don't ever do something that you're gonna regret ever if you're not into drinking if you're not into smoking if you're not into partying if you're not into going out if you're not into hanging out with as much people if you're not into having lots of friends then don't do any of those things only do the things that you feel comfortable with and i feel i I get it when you say that it's hard to you know just be you and just act the way you want to because you just want to fit in but fitting in is not the most important thing in this world And what you're fitting in is, like, your definition of fitting in is not somebody else's definition of fitting in. For example, my fitting in is just being comfortable in your own space and having a couple of friends or people that you feel comfortable talking about with whatever topic that might pop onto your head. While others fitting in is, you know, going out party, drinking, smoking, all of those things. I could never imagine myself doing any of those things. But yeah, so the whole, what, what I'm trying to say is your definition of fitting in is not the same as everyone else's definition of fitting in. Everyone has their own definition to every uh, word, phrase, sentence, you name it, you say it. It's just different definitions all around the world. So your fitting in does not necessarily have to be others fitting in. You don't necessarily have to do the same things as your peers do just to fit in. Just find a couple of people that you feel comfortable talking with. It could be online. Like I know lots of people that have met their friends online through, I don't know, through TikTok, Omi TV, um, Instagram. You know all of those like typical socials. I know lots of people that, that have found their friends through social media. And you could try that if the whole, if you didn't, well, find any friends at school. Um, but yeah, so what I'm trying to say is just be your own person and do not ever fall into the trap of having, well, feeling the need to be like everyone else to fit in because that's not true. That's not true and that won't ever be true. You just have to be yourself. You just have to feel comfortable with what you're doing and you should be fine. Really, you should be fine. Don't even think more about it. And I get it. It can be lonely sometimes to well feel like you're being left out because you don't enjoy doing the same thing as everyone else and your peers. There are going to be those periods. I'm not going to lie because I've experienced them myself. But I, I don't regret any of those things right now. Because I realized that I stayed away from the things that I hated so much. And I just kept doing what I loved. And I couldn't have been more proud of myself. 
like even from some such a young age i would just kind of cancel i wouldn't go out as much because i didn't like it it, it was not me as a person to go out so yeah just something that you have to keep in mind be yourself be true to who you are and don't ever let somebody else define what you should be doing don't don't ever fall into group pressure if you do then you know everyone's everyone has gone through it at some point in their life and it's not the end of the world as long as you've learned your lesson and you know found out what you actually like doing if you're into going out if you're into just hanging out with a couple of friends up to you if you're into you know going out party up to you doesn't matter thing is like it doesn't matter what everyone else thinks about you what matters is what you think about yourself it's just something that you have to remember because i feel like it's such a typical thing for our generation especially especially in our youth that we fall into peer pressure and we still do stuff that we don't want to do just to impress others and i get it, it can be hard to say no sometimes it really can't i've fallen into group pressure myself but you know like years later a couple of months later i realized that why did i even do that why should i do something now just to impress someone that i might not even be talking to in a couple of years it makes no sense it really doesn't and you know what if you do fall into peer pressure it is what it is we've all falling into peer pressure we've all had those times where we just did something we didn't want to do just to impress our peers everyone's done it and if you haven't then i applaud you because that must have been really hard you are gonna find your people at some point in this life might not be now might not be be tomorrow might not even be in a couple of years but if you'd ask me right now i'd rather be on my own than to have hundred of friends that I could not talk to with about anything. You know, friends that you just hang out with just to hang out. I would not be able to do that. I wouldn't. I hate it. I feel disgusting myself just for, you know, being with people just to be with them. I feel like friends are, you know, the people that you can talk to about anything, good or bad. And the people that you just feel comfortable with doing anything. And one true test if somebody's actually your real friend is if you both sit in silence and there's no sound and you don't feel like it's awkward. If you don't feel the awkwardness, then you've got yourself a friend, a true friend. If you can just sit there and talk, and, and uh, well, sit there and do absolutely nothing and it's so quiet, but you still don't feel the awkwardness, then you find yourself, you've found yourself a true friend. So yeah, just try to remember that as long as you are happy with who you are, are happy with how your life turned out, happy with, you know, the people that you're surrounded with, and even if you don't have those people yet, they are going to come. Maybe not now, maybe not tomorrow, but they are going to come. Um, Just try to remember to be true to who you are and everything will work out. I promise you that. And of course, as always, if you ever want anyone to talk to about anything, my DMs are open. And if you do have any questions uh, or anything that you want me to talk about in this podcast, then please let me know. DM me. 
talk to me, anything. And I'll take it up in one of the next episodes. Thank you for listening and see you next time.